Welcome everybody. Welcome to church tonight. Who's excited for church? The 6 p.m. Yes. We can squash on in a little bit. Yeah. How about we give it up for God right now? Come on. to meet with you and you and you. Wow, fantastic. Well, I'm excited this evening. It is Mother's Day. We are honouring the honouring, honouring. <laughs> How do you say that? Honouring, yeah. Honouring the women on Mother's Day today. Isn't that lovely? Yeah, Aston. I do pray. <laughs> I actually do pray that every single person in this place knows what it is to be honoured and blessed tonight because that is Father God's heart for every one of us. And so we are going to start off this evening with a beautiful item from our incredible team here. Yeah. Amazing. We are so blessed. And the item is, it's really special. The words, it's stunning words. So take note of these words. It's all around generations and the power of generations and the power of also vesting, investing into another person's life. And, you know, that's, that is incredibly powerful when we invest into someone else's life. And every single one of us has the power to do that. Every single one of us can encourage one another, whether we're, we are a woman here tonight, or a mum, or a man like Aston, um, <laughs> or Ashton, <laughs> um, um, yeah, where was I? Every single one of us can encourage, can, can impart into each other. So I, I pray that you are encouraged to impart into one another. You are encouraged to to um, invest into whether or not it's someone older than you, younger than you, alongside you. We all get to do that. And uh, tomorrow, whether we're in our workplace, at our school, we all get to do that. We get to be an influence wherever we are. So be encouraged. Enjoy this beautiful item. How about you give it up for Sean and the team? Oh 
worked out this night Trying to deal with the drama Trying to figure out the questions in life And I've been trying to find a way to show him How to make it alright Then he walked in my room So good. Thank you, team. Thank you, Sean. Man, you can sing. You can sing. Man's got a voice. Hey, well, happy Mother's Day, everybody. It is great to have you here and celebrate together. Come on, who's a mum in the house? Quite a few in here. Not you, Jamin. You are not a mother, and I hope you will never be a mother. Hey, it's great to have you with us at Activate Church. If this is your first, second, or third time. It's a huge, huge, huge honour to have you in the house tonight. We pray that you are going to have a great time and that you feel welcome. Well, we pray that you feel welcome. It's one of our values here, belonging. And we're going to have a great night. We've got Pastor Steve Jaffiers who's going to be sharing later on. So that's going to be great. 
I uh, just encourage you to come expectant tonight. Something that I always like to say to myself is, is this just another 6pm? Because like, it's really easy to come to church, you know, after you've been going for years and go, oh, it's just the same old. But we serve a God. Come on, we walk with a God who wants to encounter us. And He's got a new moment for each of us today. And so I just encourage you, if you're not expectant to meet with a real, living, loving God, get a bit expectant. Because I believe He's going to show up in some people's worlds tonight. Hey, Activate Church, we love to celebrate weddings and anniversaries. Is there anybody? Weddings and anniversaries and birthdays. Has anyone, anyone had a birthday? I know Jai has. Jai over there, happy birthday, buddy. Is there anybody else? Birthday over there. Happy birthday. Oh, birthday over there. That's the 21st, isn't it? No, it's not. Okay, happy birthday. The bit off 21. Is there any others that I've missed? Hey, well, I want to declare blessing over all the birthdays in the last week. Pastor Sheridan shared this morning that blessing people is one of the best things that we can do. It's powerful. And so I just declare blessing and I declare favour upon every person who's had a birthday in this last week. And we just declare and we pray that this next year is going to be the best yet. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, well, why don't you turn your eyes to the screen? We're going to hear from some kids for the Activate News. I have five friends. You have five friends. Go to this website for more information. If you're having a hard time. Hard time? Yeah. Having a hard time. Hard time? It's going to hurt my teeth. Please go to tiny um, UL. With help you shoot. Hey everybody, welcome back to Activate Church. If you're new to Activate Church, hi, we would like to know you. Please go to this website so we can meet you properly. Another way to make friends is to join the team. There's heaps of things that you can do like leading Activate Kids, giving out cookies and doing the band and you'll have a lot of fun. Go to this website for more information. You want to make friends on your group? My friends are Nina, Donna and Kayla. Go to the website and erase it. If you're having a hard time, we have some nice people to pray for you. Come to the front afterwards or go to the website. God has given us so many things like motorbikes, my mum and everything. So we like to give some of our things back to God. To give at Activate Church, you can go to our giving stations by the door or go to our website. Happy Mother's Day! Hey everyone, how are we doing tonight? Doing good? Yes, yes. I'd like you all to stand up and come to the front or just stay in your seats, that's all good. But stand up. Nice. Happy Mother's Day to everyone out there. 
These aren't songs of worship, they're, they're songs. They are songs of worship, but they're songs of truth. It's what happens when we let God inside, when we let Him in, when we let Him permeate who we are. And you know, this chorus is so powerful. When we choose to be like, God, I'm gonna let you in. Awake my soul, awake who I am. Heaven unlocks itself in us, in this room. And I really wanna sing that chorus again because I, I so believe that tonight God wants to unleash heaven in this room. He wants to unleash heaven in our lives. That we would be unashamedly bold to worship and praise and glorify God in this place because we are one with Him. So let's sing it again. Awake my soul and sing, sing His praise
awesome. For the next minute, 30 seconds, why don't you just start to pray? We've been singing. Then we're going to pour out our lungs. So come on, what are you believing for tonight? Do you need a miracle tonight? Do you need God to heal you tonight? Are you praying for a family member tonight? Come on, I want you to speak it out. We've been singing, we pour out our praise tonight. God, we're praying for miracles. Lord, we're praying for our mum and dad. We're praying for our sons and daughters. God, we're praying for our school. We're praying for our friends. We're praying for healing to come. Lord, we declare it. Come on, we're going to sing it one more time. We're going to declare it. amazing. Why don't you give someone a high five beside you? If you need to grab your seat, why don't you do that? So great to have you with us here tonight. My name's Steve. I'm part of the team here and uh, I've got a great message for you tonight. As you're doing that, why don't you give the band, the tech team, an amazing hand. Our hosting team, why don't you give them an amazing hand too? We forget them and they're the nicest people here. Fantastic. Uh, Well, I've got a message for you tonight called Thalossophobia. We'll get there in a moment. We're going to read some scripture. We're going to pray a prayer. And then I believe that tonight God wants to do something quite special in your life. God wants to take you on a journey into a new season in a great way. It says this in Luke 4 and 42. The next morning, Jesus sneaks away. He finds a place away from the crowds, but soon they find him. The crowd tries their best to keep him from leaving. Jesus says, no, I can't stay. I need to preach the kingdom of God to other cities too. This is the purpose I was sent to fulfill. So he proceeds from synagogue to synagogue, church to church, across Judea, preaching his message of the kingdom of God. Luke 5, picture this, uh, these events. On the bank... Of the lake, I don't know how to pronounce that properly. A huge crowd, Jesus at the center of it, presses in to hear his message from God. Off to the side, fishermen were washing their nets, leaving their boats unintended on the shore. Jesus gets into one of the boats and asks its owner, Simon, to push it off and anchor it a short distance from the beach. Jesus sits down and teaches the people standing on the beach. After speaking for a while, Jesus speaks to Simon. Move out into deeper water and drop your nets to see what you'll catch. Simon says, Master, we've been fishing all night and we haven't even caught a minnow. But all right, I'll do it if you say so. Simon then gets his fellow fishermen to help him lay down the nets. And to their surprise, the water is bubbling with thrashing fish, a huge school. 
The strands of the net start to snap, snapping under the weight of the catch. So the crew shouts to the other boats to come out and give them a hand. They start scooping fish uh, uh, out of the net into their boats. And before long, their boats were so full of fish, they almost sink. Simon, uh, Simon's fishing partners, James and John, two of the Zebedee sons, along with the rest of the fishermen, see the incredible haul of fish. And they're, they're all stunned, especially Simon. He's cl- he, he comes close to Jesus and kneels in front of his knees. Simon says, I can't take this, Lord. I'm a sinful man, and you shouldn't be around the likes of me. And Jesus says, don't be afraid, Simon. From now on, I will ask you to bring me people instead of fish. And the fishermen haul in the fish-heavy boats to the land, and they leave everything to follow Jesus. We're going to pray. He hona ore, he kuroria kiti atua. He maunga runga kiti finua. Ki fakaro pai, ki natangata katoa. God, today we honor you. We bring you glory. Today, Lord, we ask you you would bring peace to our domain, to our territory. We pray for favor to be on all your people. We ask today that you would reveal yourself to us in Jesus' name. Amen. About 15 years ago, I dug my first grave. Uh, My wife's from a little island off Mount Monganui, and uh, there's a cemetery there. And when someone passes away, it's up to us to look after it. So I remember trapping up there with a bunch of other guys. And uh, we went up there, and uh, we had some spades, and we had a few bits and pieces, and we started digging a grave. Now, this grave was going to be 10 feet deep. Because they wanted to bury uh, our uncle uh, down, and then later on they wanted to be able to bury his wife on top of him. So we start digging. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of there, and I need you to, I don't know if you've heard me share about this before, but where my wife's from, it's, the population is probably 95% Māori and me. I'm European. So I've got to kind of feel like I've got to represent these, these great big strong men and, and me. So I'm there and we start digging. Now someone smart measured the coffin before we got there. Brilliant. Just think about that later on. You know, if you've, yeah. So we start digging this thing. And I don't know about you, but when guys get together with shovels and, and, and that kind of thing, we're very manly for about the first until we get tired, you know? So everyone's like, you know, bam, 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 and they're going hard out, and then someone's tapping on the shoulder, I'll go, bro, and then we go again, and everyone's just going, you know, way harder than they would if everyone else wasn't watching. So I'm I'm kind of there trying to do my bit, and and my brother-in-law's doing his bit, and and the cousins are doing their bit, and everyone's doing their bit, and and it's kind of going, man, I'm like, if we keep this up, we're going to have this done. And then, you know, and and everyone's, so I don't know about everyone else, but all I know, I'm, I'm heavy breathing, but not letting anybody know. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, 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 good and sweet. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, and I'm sweating. I'm just like, but I'm, I'm all good. And so we're doing this, and, and we get down about two feet, and I notice something. There's only three of us getting in the hole now. There's like 12 of us, but at a different depth, some people didn't want to get in the hole. 
Now, you might understand with Māori, life and death, you're not meant to mix the two, and, and where this burial site was, uh, is, uh, it was, was a, uh, I, I do understand there was a war there a long time ago, so that we might find someone as we dig. And there's all of this awkwardness around it, but, but I'm in there, and I'm digging, and my brother-in-law's digging, and, and, the, and the, uh, my, uh, my, uh, the man who passed away, his son-in-law's digging, and everyone else just helping. We're going 10 feet down, and after two feet, there's three of us. So we, you know, now, they, now I'm just kind of like, you know, like, we, we, we keep digging. And I, know, and I notice that there's people, and they're, they're helping, they're getting the, we're throwing it out, and they're getting rid of it, but they're, they're just helping now, you know what I want? And then we get down to six foot, and I, and I realize that between four and six foot, the, the, the soil changes, it goes, a lot, a lot, there's a lot of pumice at that level, there's a whole lot of things, so now as you're trying to throw it out, it's just going everywhere, it's kind of quite messy, and, and as we get to eight foot and down to ten foot, now you can't dig the same way as you started digging. Because you try and throw it out and it all just comes back down on top of you. So now we've got people with buckets and we're filling them up and people are pulling them out and all of that kind of thing. Why am I telling you that story today? It's to go deeper will require something of you. To go deeper into the things of God will require something of you. We read in the scripture, and it's a great scripture, but, but, but as we read in the scripture, I want you to understand is that uh, Jesus is doing miraculous things, and then people tell him, don't move. Now, who wants the move of God here? Now, okay, just, just, we'll, just, we'll just prep this. Okay, do you want a miracle? Do you want God to move in your finances? Do you need a job? Do you need your business to grow? Do you, are you praying for children? Are you, whatever you're praying for, I'm going to ask, and I'm going to actually ask, if that's you, I want you to lift your hand up. Who needs a move of God? Who wants God to move? Brilliant. 70%. Some of you are hard to please. 70% of people say they want God to move, and when God's moving, they say, no, stay here. They, no, no, he says, oh, I've got to go and do these things. And they no, no, stay, stay, stay. And we want God to move, but we want God to stay the same. We want Jesus to move, but we want him to stay the same. So they're saying to him, no, stay here. I, I, I want to talk for a moment just on that, real, real, real briefly. But if we want God to move, then he's going to change. And he's going to do things differently. And if we try and keep him here, we become the religious people. We become the people who are, who are excited about what God did yesterday, but not believing he can do anything fresh today. You know that when Jesus moves, initiative happens. Things change. We have to, we, right now we're in a, in, a, in a time where everything is changing. And I believe that's partly of the, the move of God that's happening as well. He goes from church to church. God is moving. And then he goes out to all of those that believe him, but also that those who need him as well. God is moving. And when God is moving, initiative happens. Outdoor campaigns start. Jesus, up to that point, has never done an outdoor campaign. And now he comes to the, uh, to the lake and he gets there and he starts talking to people. And so many people turn up. He's going, we need a new plan. So he turns to the fisherman and says, can I borrow your boat for a second? And then he pushes out so that he can speak to more people. Have you ever been fishing? I know I've done this at the Thames, at the first of Thames. And you're fishing on there and it's a beautiful day. And you can hear someone talking. Have you ever known, has anyone ever done that? 
It's like, where are they? They're like miles away because when you're on the water, uh, there's a cool air that uh, comes along the bottom that, that helps to amplify the, your, your voice and those kind of things. Jesus, being the creator of creators, knows this. So he borrows somebody's vessel so that he can reach more people. Oh, it's, you're, you're, well, that's amazing, Steve. That, you're, you're preaching better than we're, we're... Jesus is asking a fisherman for his vessel so that he can reach more people. Jesus is asking a fisherman for his talent, for his gift, for what he has so that he can reach more people. The, 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 I mean, we could, we could lay, we're not going to, we're not going to labor on this any longer, but what's God need from you so that he can get to more people? What's God need from you so that he can get to your school, to your workplace, to our university, to your family? What is God, you were, there's Simon over here, he's been fishing all night. My brother-in-law's a fisherman. That just means he's grumpy. And he smells like fish. He's been fishing all night. And they have no fish. Now they're, they're grumpy when they have fish. It's like cooking dinner all night and then you don't get to eat any of it and you have to do the dishes. This is what's happening to this guy. He's fished all night. He's got no fish and now he has to clean the nets. And Jesus says to him, can I just borrow your boat? And he's like... Rrr, rrr, rrr. Can I borrow your vessel? Can I borrow your gift? Can I borrow what you have? You've had a bad night, but can I borrow what you have so that I can reach more people? I reckon his mates are like, ah, <laughs> sucker. He's like, yeah. So they jump in the boat and they, they park it out a little bit and they start, he starts preaching and then and it goes on a little bit further and then, and then he says, hey, push your boat out a little bit more, we're going to go fishing. And now he's like, I don't know about you, but if you're good at something and someone who does not do it tells you how to do it, some of you are so holy here. It's not me. I have no pride in me. But here's a, a Jesus saying, let's go fishing. And he's like, this is what he says. He says, we've been fishing all night. It says he was perplexed. I love that version. He was perplexed like... Yeah, that was like all of those swear words in the cloud, you know, above his head. He was like, and he was like, we've been fishing all night and we haven't even caught a minnow. How many fishermen do you know who talk about not catching minnows? We talk about, oh, no, it was more about the exercise. I had to take my boat for a run. I, I was just trying, trying some new line. It was always something, but, but here he is, and he's saying, uh, and we've caught nothing. And he says, he, he says let down his nets, and, and he has to let down the very, very thing that was, had disappointed him earlier in the day. He had to let down the very thing that, that he, was, he was frustrated and had been getting tired about. He had to let that down, and then he gets a, 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 so many fish that it says he has to call partners in to help him get them miracle. Do you know that anytime you read about um, those miracles in the Bible, that there's more than enough? Every time there's more than enough. I don't know what you're praying for and what you're believing for, but you're praying and believing too small. Because when Jesus feeds the 5,000 at the mount, yeah, which is probably about 20,000 people, there's basketfuls left over. 
There's always more than enough. So whatever you're praying, oh man, I'm going to get off target. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting there today. So they, they, they say to him, they say to him, hey, hey, can I borrow your vessel so that I can do something? As a Christian, it's easy sometimes to start doing the first two foot. But at what point are you saying I'm all in? At what point do you say I'm ready to lower down my nets again or dig again or, or go deeper again? At what point are you ready to do that? See, the word, is it up behind me? Thalassophobia. It's a cool word, eh? It's like, a, this, oh, I don't know, I'll get off track. It's, it's a great word. What it means is the fear of being in deep water. When you're in water so deep that you can't touch the ground, where it's black and you're like, I, I, I don't have many fears, but I th- I've never done that one, but I think that would be the one where my heart rate would be up and my voice would sound like a little girl. You know, like I'd be like, oh, no, I'm all right. You know, like, but I don't, and I'd just hear, I'd hear that, that, that viola playing. You know, I'd hear, I'd hear that, that cello playing. Uh, uh. cello in the sea, like in the middle of the deep sea. But when you don't know what's below you, that can freak you out. And right now, Jesus is saying, we're about to do something that this is deep. How many times when I became a Christian, this is what I used to hear people say, oh no, we have to go deeper and we have to go deeper. But what they were talking about was going deeper into the Bible, into the Word. I'm off topic already here. Uh, we'll, we'll get there a little bit later on. We're, I'm going to get deep. We've got to get deeper. We've got to study the Hebrew. We're going to study the Greek. We've got to get deeper. 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 We've got to get deeper, right? Now, I've got to tell you that on my day off, I do that. I'm a geek. I love reading about Hebrew understanding. I, at the gym, I listen to podcasts about Hebrew uh, understanding of different scriptures. I'm right into that. But this is not what's happening here. And this is not what I'm talking about today. Going deeper into God is not knowing more scriptures, although it's great to know more scriptures. Going deeper is when you get in over your head. That if God doesn't show up, we're toast. If you're saying here, you know, I want to get deeper, absolutely. Why don't you go in where you can't touch the bottom? Why don't, you, why, don't you, why don't you trust God enough that you can step out in such a way that God has to show up? Where would your, obedient, uh, where would your obedience going deeper lead you today? There's people here today that you're in the right place, but you're at the wrong depth. Oh, that's good preaching. Come on, that's good. You're in the right place, but you're at the wrong depth. I know I'm mesmerizing you just like, Wow. You should take a note. It might just save your life. He's saying here, it's it's saying you're in the right place, but you're just playing around the edge. It's time to get in. It's time to see some amazing miracles happen. Oh, I'm so far off my notes, I don't even know where I am. Jesus asked them to go deeper. This is a message for someone here today. It's time to stop uh, uh, just going around the edges, dipping your toes in and out. Your next step is purposed, and it needs to have strategy upon it, but somebody here needs to go deeper. 
Jesus is calling us to go deeper. It's not about just knowing the Bible. It is about knowing the Bible. But Jesus says, hey, 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 just a second. I'm not going to stay here and just do that. Let's get out and do something. Let's go out deeper. If it was just about that, he would have stayed with the people on the shore teaching them. It's both. You with me? I don't want someone out there going, oh, that guy tonight was saying, don't read your Bible. I'm not saying that at all. Is that guy there is, is dissing the Hebrew and the Greek? No, not at all. I'm saying it is that, but it's also trusting God when it gets over your head, when it's bigger than you. We need to go deeper in the things of God. The Pharisees shared this deep commitment to Hebrew scripture and tradition and believed that God wasn't moving because there was too much sin in the world. And then Jesus came and touched their sickness and healed and forgave their sins. They knew their Bible, but they didn't want to get involved above what they had heard. In fact, it limited them by what they knew rather than going deeper. I want to encourage you today that Jesus is all he says he is. There's a moment in the Bible, we haven't got time to look at it in the scripture today, but there's a lady at a well and Jesus comes along and she's going there to get water. There's a whole big backstory that goes on there. And he says, hey, do you want this water or do you want eternal water? I've got it. And she looks at him and she says this thing. I think it's brilliant. She says, you're telling me you're going to give me eternal water, but you don't even have a bucket and you don't have a rope. And this well is deep. And Jesus says, Yep. He wants to take us somewhere that we've never been before. And he has the ability. You might have heard before when we live in a generation and a nation right now who needs peace more than any before. People with anxiety, depression, people who are stressed out, people who can't go to work, people who can't get out of bed, people who do all of those things. We live in a time and generation that needs peace more than ever, and we serve the Prince of Peace. What does that mean? The Prince of Peace, he sits on the kingdom of peace. So therefore he has the crown of peace, and he rules over peace, and if he says you can have peace, he can give it. So he has the rope and he has the bucket and he has the well and they're all long enough and he's willing to go deeper with you. The Pharisees and Sadducees could talk a good game, but Jesus wants us to go deeper. Jesus just didn't have a theory about salvation, a theory about resurrection, know all of the answers about it. He was willing to go there so that we could have a relationship with him. Where is God calling you this year? Where would you be prepared to go deeper this year? You might find yourself, yeah, actually, I started off real well, but if I'm being honest today, I've kind of, I'm just on the edge a little bit now. I help out. I help out. I'm helping out. But Jesus is asking you for your vessel so that he can reach more people. It's time that we stop being like the Pharisees and inspecting our empty nets And instead be like Simon and lay down those things, those things that have disappointed us, those things that have let us down and believe that God could do something miraculously if we would just trust in him and go a little deeper. I said before, there's people here today and then you're in the right place, but you're at the wrong depth. As I was preparing this, I just wrote down, A few things here today. There's someone here today and you need to start a business and God's going to use your business to reach more people. 
There's someone here today and you need to start a life group. You've got to go deeper. You say, oh, I, I don't know all about that. Great, because God wants to run your life group anyway. Just would you make your, your house, would your vehicle be available? Would your time be available so that he could do something amazing? There's somebody here today that you could be part of a team. Stop just helping out on the side. You know what? You could be somebody that welcomes people every Sunday to church and that they would realize that not only is God good, but the people that, that serve him, they're good too. They don't look like they're being like, baptized in lemon juice. You know, like they actually look like they're happy people who like me. God wants to use your vessel this year. He wants to use your talent this year. He wants to use your business this year. He wants to reach more people with the gospel, with the word of God. He wants to use your vessel to reach your workplace, your family, your school, and your community. The question is, have you had a bad night and not got much fruit in the last season and still willing to allow God to move in your life? You know what I love about this story is the guy who said yes then blessed all of his friends. Jesus turns to one of the boats and says, hey, would you do it again? And I'm sure, I don't know about you, but I just go to the gym for half an hour and I feel sore for three days, you know, like that. Been fishing all night, not catching anything. My spirits are down. I'm a bit grumpy. I know that I can't pay the bills. I'm also exhausted because of the work I've just done. And then someone asks me and I'm I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. And everyone else is laughing at him, but everyone gets blessed because of him because he went deeper would you be willing to go deeper would you be willing to say hey God I'm just going to trust you in something that man I'm really out of my depth here but if you would show up I believe you could do a miracle they're all stunned especially Simon actually if the band could join me that would be awesome they're all stunned, they're all stunned when the miracle happens They've been fishing all day. I don't know if, you've, uh, if you're a fisherman here. I, I like to pretend I'm a fisherman, except for I get seasick. So I, I go rock fishing, uh, although I'm very blessed where I go. There's a lot of fish where I go. So. But, but, but if I catch no fish here, then I go to another spot that I know that I'm going to catch fish there. And if there's no fish there, then I go to another spot that there's more fish there. And if there's none there, I remember the reef over there, Sheridan, and, and I'll go and check over there. And then if that's not like that, then I'll come over here. I mean, if you've caught no fish all night, you've tried all of the spots, right? And then Jesus says, no, just do it there. And you're like, well. <laughs> and they're stunned. The fishermen are blown away. As I said before, my brother-in-law's a fisherman. It's very hard to impress him. You do something amazing, he goes, oh, yeah, it's good. Acceptable. You know, like. But these guys are blown away by what Jesus did. They're stunned, especially Simon, and they come close to Jesus. He kneels in front of him, and Simon says, I can't take this. Do you know what? When God moves powerfully, the first thing it does is it makes you realize, how did I even get to be part of this? If you're just cruising along as a Christian, could I encourage you? You need to go deep so that God would do a miracle to help you to realize how blessed you are. If you're here today and you go to church, maybe you've been brought up in church, and you're saying, hey, look, I just haven't really experienced God really moving in my life lately. 
could I encourage you to go deeper? Because when you go deeper, God does amazing miracles and then you realise, man, even to be allowed to be here is the biggest blessing in my life. Sometimes we blame it on God, but we realise that we've just been skirting around the edge. We might have started off strong. We might have impressed a few of the friends around us when we started digging. But at some point, we opted out. And Jesus is saying, your life will change if you go all in. Don't be afraid of what God could do. Maybe I could just take a moment on that tonight. Don't be afraid of what God could do. I remember a point where people would always tell these amazing stories of if you just trust God, He would do these amazing things. And everything they said were things I would just hate for Him to do. Like, oh, you could just go and talk to somebody and do that. And I'd be like, that's the most awkward thing. I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want the Holy Spirit in my life who's going to make me do things I don't want to do. True story. None of these guys, they have way more faith than me. Probably everyone in here, but I'm just being honest. I was just like, I don't want to do those weird things. I don't want to be a weird Christian. But at one point I just realised I'm just skirting around the edges. I actually need to trust God. Because every time I'm disappointed and every time I'm broken and every time I feel like, oh, there's nothing in that for me, it's not because of Him. It's because I'm just skirting around playing the game. And the day I decided I would go deeper, I remember God showed up in my life in such a way that I was just like, you even care about, you care about me like that? You wouldn't want me? I, I just couldn't believe it. And, and then God would start using me in different ways. And I've got to tell you that every time he did it, there was moments where I was like, this is a bit awkward, but God always did something beautiful out the other side of it. And I just kept thinking, how did I get to be part of that? How did I get to be able to pray for that person in a mall and they get healed? How, I didn't, that's not me. And I saw them, their whole family come to church and, and, the, and the way that they live change and people get healed and, and people not have to go through surgery and miracles after miracles happen just because I was a vessel that said I'd let to be used. So if you're here tonight and you say, oh, church, I don't know, I've been here a long time, nothing's really happening. I reckon you're in the right place. You're just at the wrong depth. And it's time for us to go a bit deeper. He says, I can't, this is Simon, I can't take this, Lord. I'm a sinful man. You shouldn't be around the likes of me. And Jesus said, don't be afraid, Simon. From now on, I'm going to ask you to bring me people instead of fish. I'm going to pause for a moment before we carry on. If you're here today and you're like Simon, you realize, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not really, I don't even know if I'm good enough to be in this church. You're brilliant. I'm not even good enough to be around the things of God. Brilliant. Because he says, you're the one I'm looking for. Would you just trust me? Would you close your eyes for a moment? No one moving around. If you're a Christian here today, I want you to pray. If you're here today and you say, I need Jesus. I need the Savior. The one who wouldn't just talk about 
going to the cross and dying for my sins for me, not just know all the theology, but actually would go through it and give his life so that I could have eternal life. I need him. If you're here today and you say, I've been lost and I've got off track and I need to come back to him today. If you're here today and you say, for the first time, I'm saying I need Jesus to come in and be my Lord and Saviour. And I don't even know what all of that means, but I'm willing to try and step out. If you're here today and everyone would know you as a Christian, but you know that in the last little while you've got off track, you're not in great relationship with Him. Of all of those, if you're here today and you say, Steve, I need to get myself right with Him today. For the first time, I'm coming back to Him, whatever it is. Before we move on, I'm going to just simply ask you to lift your hand and we're going to pray a prayer together. And I'm believing something of a miracle is going to happen in you today. So with no one moving around, you say, Steve, would you pray for me? Would you see my hand? Why am I asking you to lift my hand? Because I want to join my faith with your faith so that we would see a miraculous, uh, something miraculous happen here today. You said, I need it for the first time. There's two, three people. That's you. Your heart's racing. That's God speaking to you. There's a gentleman here today and you've got off track in the last season and you need to get yourself right with them. If that's you right now, lift your hand all over this room. We're going to pray this prayer. Awesome, my friend. Others, if that's you today, brilliant. I reckon there's more. That's God speaking to you, saying, get right with me so that I can do something miraculous through you. Brilliant. Once I've seen that hand, you can pop it back down. Awesome. Others, if that's you today, I need Jesus. Fantastic, my friend. I see your hand as well. Others, you're saying, that's me today. There's someone here today, and you just walked into this room today and you realize you're not as close with God as you thought you were. That's God saying, hey, it's time to come home. Awesome, my friend. I see your hand as well. There's someone else here today. I know it in my heart. And you say, hey, I need to get myself right with God. If that's you, just quickly, would you join us? Brilliant, my friend. Awesome. I see your hand as well. Would you pray this prayer with me? We're just going to, I just want you to repeat it. Repeat after me. Mighty God, I thank you that you see me. I need you. I need your hope. I need your love. I need your grace. I'm sorry for how I've sinned and got off track. But today, I'm coming back to you. I believe that you died on the cross for my sin. And today, I declare I will live for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, church, why don't we give everyone who made a decision a great big hand tonight? That's so awesome. If you lifted your hand today, we don't want to embarrass you in any way, but we would love to be able to talk with you. We're so proud of the decision you made today. And we would love to see you go deeper and deeper into the things of God because God has an amazing miracle for you. So afterwards, just come and see one of our team up the back here or you can come down the front and meet one of us as well. We would love to be able to help you on this journey as well. Would you stand up all over the room today? In a moment, we're going to sing a song. And I want to encourage you, if it's time that you say, hey, I need to go deeper. You know what I love about all of this? It doesn't matter how deep you are, you can go deeper. Just saying, hey, I'm available, God. Hey, I'm ready to be used. God, would you take my vessel so that you could reach more people? What kind of vessel have you got? Beat up one? 
One that you put a lot of time into? One that you're just renting? Whatever it is, he doesn't mind. His concern is not your vessel. His concern is being able to use it to reach somebody else. I think it's amazing that one of the greatest miracles in all of the Bible was something that wasn't even the persons that Jesus used to use it. Jesus says to one of the disciples, what have we got to feed them? And he goes, oh, there's a little boy over here. And they stole his lunch off him and did a miracle for someone else's lunch. Say, oh, I don't even have confidence. Just borrow someone else's. And God can do the miraculous through us. What we're going to do is we're going to sing. And I want to encourage you in that moment. There's people saying, hey, I've got to get in. I've got to go deeper. I've got to trust God. There's people here today. God's speaking to you about doing the internship here. <laughs> As I said it, someone said, but what about my job? That's God speaking to you right now. Someone else is like, but I haven't finished my degree. Well, we'd love to talk to you about that. Maybe the time and the depth, we can talk about that. There's someone here today saying, God could use me to reach more people. I don't want to be scared. I don't want to have a phobia about the depth. I want to go all in. My family needs you to go all, all in. My city needs you to go all in. My nation needs us to go all in. This world needs us to go all in. So come on. If that's you today, I want you to lift your hands as we sing. And I want you to declare it in this place tonight. saying, God, you can have it all. Just lift your hand wherever you are. Saying, that's me. Man, you know what? There's so many miracles about to happen because of the depth you're willing to go. My friend here in the white cap, God's saying there's another depth for you, my friend. God's got something special planned through you. I, I can see like crowds and crowds of people 
who are going to be impacted because of the way that you allow God to use your life. I declare over your life that God would do something miraculous. In fact, that many times you're going to go, me? God, like, I don't even know if I should be near you. And that's God bringing you closer and closer in. Lord, we declare today, a man of God, a man of faith, someone who's not waking, waiting for another season. We pray, Lord, as you would, go, you would help him to go deep, Lord, that his friends would come in with him, that he would be the man who would start something that would take off around those who are around him. Lord, we declare faith over him, Lord. We declare salvations through him, Lord. Miracles to happen in the mighty name of Jesus. Enzo, God's going to use you in a way. I actually believe that you're going to do the internship and in three years' time, God's going to do something that you would never even imagine. I declare today that He is setting you up to be somebody who's going to take the church to a whole other level. Lord, we declare over His life today, Lord, He's a smart man and He's a talented man, but He's your man. Lord, we declare today that He's a man of faith and Lord, He's going to lead in a whole new season. In fact, I know your family and your family are great men and women of God, but you're going to go further than any of them have been so far. And you're going to lead them into a whole other season, Lord, we declare. Come on, one more time. What do you start to see? What do you start to declare? What do you start to say, God, I'm available? done in people's lives tonight and we pray that it doesn't stop here come on that we can continue to get deeper in you every single day that we can journey with you every single day getting deeper and deeper and God I thank you for the plans and the purposes that you have for every person in here and as we step in deeper God I just pray that we see it happen and we see it happen, and as we see it happens, it blows our mind, just as Steve said. How, how are we a part of this? So God, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, can we just pray for the woman in the house as well on Mother's Day? God, we thank you for every woman in here. God, we pray for every woman not here as well. And we just declare blessing. We declare favour over them. We thank you for them. And I pray that every woman, every mum leaves this place feeling encouraged. I pray that every woman in here knows the reality of stepping in deeper every day with you and the blessing that comes from that. And so we honour, 
we appreciate, we love every woman in this place and we declare your favour and your blessing over them in Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't we give Steve a hand as well? That was amazing. Such great encouragement. I, I have the privilege of walking with Steve as part of the team here and every conversation I have with him I just feel stretched and so I honour you you're, you're amazing Steve we love you hey thank you so much church for being purposed in your giving as well as what enables us to do what we do here and reach the community around us and in New Zealand and the nations come on we're touching a lot of people here at Activate Church which is just amazing yeah oh man it's so good I'm excited Steve I want you to come back and preach because I'm not finished <laughs> What's happening next week? Church. Again, 9am, 10.30 and 6pm. I encourage you, come along. It's going to be great. Might think of a few friends to bring along. It'll be awesome. We've got youth on Friday. We had a great youth and intermediates night this Friday that just happened. and Man, that was really epic. We saw 80 people in a room at youth, which is so cool. So come on. That's something to celebrate. Okay, not next week, but the week after as well. We've got baptisms, which is super cool. So if you feel a stirring, which, come on, if you're not baptised and you're a Christian, you should feel a stirring. <laughs> if you're not baptised, I encourage you, get in touch with us at Activate Church. Go see one of the team at the back or contact reception during the week, and we would love to see you baptised. Should we finish with a song? Finish with a bit of praise. Come on, young people, get up the front. Let's finish with a bit of a party. Party, party.
come up the front, we're going to have a prayer team available. And in the foyer, we have a photographer. So you go grab a photo with your mum, with your friends. Go grab some photos. And we have snack and chat. So go grab a snack. See you next week.